Yeah, that is. Oh, boy. That's a very, very disappointed Ben Rhodes. He was the former Deputy National Security Advisor for Strategic Communications under the Barack Obama administration. This is your intrepid host, Chris Michaels. You are listening to the Cafe American podcast, where we talk about politics, current events, and whatever else decides to slip outside of my diseased mind. So that, like I said, was Ben Rhodes. Ben Rhodes is now... Uh, part of an HBO documentary called The Final Year, and that's where they talk about Hillary Clinton and her historic loss in the 2016 U.S. election. That was unedited, by the way. In fact, this thing has gone viral. Ben Rhodes decides to sit out alone and think about everything that has gone on and cannot possibly ascertain the idea that Donald Trump just won the election. And that is unedited. So now this thing has gone viral, and you just listened to Julio Rosas's version of Ben Rhodes mixed with Africa by Toto. And th th you can find a ton of them all over Twitter and all over YouTube. This just goes to show you how far down the cesspool, I don't even know if that's the right thing, drain the swamp, drain the cesspool, whatever. It doesn't matter. They're on both sides of this whole thing. And this just goes to show you how disappointed these people were because they thought they had this election in the bag because they did so many things, so many illegal things in their positions of bureaucratic agencies like the FBI, Department of Justice, whatever else. They've done so much. They tried to entrap people within the Trump campaign, like, uh, what's his face, uh, Manafort and the other ones. All those little turds. And D John Kerry decided to try and arrange something. Fusion GPS decided to try and arrange something. John Brennan, former head of the CIA, decided to try and do something. The former director of national intelligence, James Clapper, who looks like a very, very old mermaid man from SpongeBob, or for the older generations, a very, very decrepit Popeye. He, for some reason, James Clapper, who arranged a lot of this along with John Brennan and James Comey and Andrew McCabe, they, he, for some reason, landed a very cushy job with CNN. By the way, by the way, CNN. CNN was rated by the FCC, along with, I believe, NBC and ABC, if I'm not mistaken. I'm going from memory here. Don't quote me. I do know definitely CNN was rated by the FCC. There were a couple of others. Why? The FCC said, uh, you guys are probably outright lying when you're broadcasting news. So we are going to go and look at a couple of things I hope you don't mind. Why? It's pretty obvious that CNN and NBC are completely in the tank for Hillary Clinton and will do a lot of things to get into Donald Trump's way. Now, I'm not saying he's a good president. I'm tired of saying that. But this is an outright conspiracy. This is an outright conspiracy. James Clapper... Actually, the Wall Street Journal, for what it's worth, is actually doing the right thing. The Wall Street Journal is probably one of the only 
quote-unquote mainstream media outlets that is actually questioning Mueller's investigation and this whole Russiagate thing. They outright said that James Clapper, a former director of national intelligence, so spook, he is on an out-and-out disinformation campaign. He is portraying himself on CNN as a trusted advisor to the CNN broadcasting network. He's a paid commenter. He is peddling his book, Facts and Fears, all the while, all the while, portraying himself as this pillar of justice. And we did what we had to do to maintain security within the United States, and we're still doing that to this day because we are not quite sure if Donald Trump and so on and so forth. It's all a line of shit, and it doesn't matter. You're looking at an attempted coup, and if this doesn't work, there are going to be people in a lot of trouble. The person that we heard, Ben Rhodes, in the beginning, the reason why he is so upset that he lost, or his people lost that election to Donald Trump is because they did so many things that were half-assed and illegal. Illegal. Out and out illegal. And now he is probably shitting Tiffany Cufflinks because he is afraid that he is going to get caught along with McCabe, along with Comey, along with Clapper, along with Brennan, along with Clinton, along with Obama. Because an operation of this size and this magnitude with this much jurisdiction within the FBI, the CIA, the NSA, and the DOJ, it doesn't just happen. It just doesn't go because it just doesn't get uh, executed because a few semi middle management folks within these agencies decide to take it upon themselves to investigate certain issues and certain people surrounding an opposing candidate. No, 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 no. This goes directly to the top, directly to the top. There were actually uh, text message exchanges between Peter Stroke and his paramour, as they call them nowadays, uh, uh, what's-her-face Paige. I forget, she's nothing to look at, so you can just skip over that. The last name is Paige, that's all you have to worry about. Stroke, by the way, is called uh, spelled S-T uh, something or the other. It looks like a Polish name. It's very, very... It's very, very tough to get through. Anyway, there is a text message exchange that says, uh, one of them said to the other, I forgot which one, well, the, they, so-and-so believes the FBI is in charge, uh, I'm sorry, so-and-so believes that the White House is in charge. In charge of what? In charge of investigating Donald Trump. Investigation in quotes. Uh, and Mr. Stroke says, uh, yeah, okay, that's not what I heard. So who's in charge of all of this? Who is initiating these wiretaps, to quote Donald Trump? Who's investigating, and why are they allowed to spy on American citizens that just happen to be part of an opposing party that the mainstreams do not want? Why, who's in charge of this? So Clapper, going back to Clapper, like a, a, digressing like a drunken mental patient, which I seem to do often. Uh, Clapper appeared. And this is according to the Wall Street Journal, before the Senate to discuss surveillance programs in the midst of a controversy over warrantless surveillance of the American public. He was asked directly, does the NSA collect any type of data 
at all on millions or hundreds of millions of Americans? That's a pretty airtight question. You can't go around it and say, well, maybe kind of sort of if you look at it from this angle during a full moon. Clapper responds, no, sir, not wittingly. That's an outright, according to John Turley of the Wall Street Journal, that's an outright lie. Of course Clapper knew it, and he knew it when he said it, too. They all know it. The spying game in the United States is all-encompassing. Everything you send over a cell phone, over an email, your phone is constantly listening to you. I have a microphone that I hook up to my phone. If I log on, or if I log on, if I open certain apps, my microphone turns on. I know when certain apps are listening to me. And I know when certain apps are listening in on my conversations. If you're using Google Chrome or Facebook or anything like that, your phone is bugged. So is your computer. Now, here's the other disturbing part of all of this. Talking about the Internet of Things, there have been instances where I have thought of things. I have not said anything to anybody. And I have not done searches on my phone or on my computer about the things that I've thought about. And do you know what happens? All of a sudden, I see ads for things that I've thought about. How does that work? How does that work? I'll tell you in a little bit. Well, I'll tell you right now. The, the frequency that your cell phone works on is also the same frequency that your brain works on. When your brain is sending messages to various parts of your body and also various parts of your brain electromagnetically, your phone is also tapped in to the same frequency. So when they call it a smartphone, they literally mean it is able to read your mind. Watch out for 5G, by the way. 5G is going to be an awful, awful thing. And 5G is going to be able to connect the whole world and influence the mental capacities of human beings. And this will be used to make sure that human beings do not get out of line because those 5G networks are going to be able to influence your mindset. You'll become more docile. You won't question things as much. You'll sit there and go, oh, it's just business as usual when some sort of politician is caught groping young boys. Business as usual. What's the big deal? I'm just a normal lunch bucket, Pete, and knock around Joe, and I'm just a regular Joe. I'm just here to watch the game, drink beer, and play foot. Stop. It is time to wake up. Time to wake up. Going along. And I'm, you, you can hear me that I'm rushing through this because I don't have a lot of time, but I wanted to get something out there. James Comey, former director of, FB, of the FBI under Obama and a little bit under uh, Donald Trump, is now separating himself from deputy director, former deputy director, Andrew McCabe. Comey is saying, what, me? I don't know. There have been a lot of investigations going on uh, in the office of the investigator general. Basically, every agency has an investigatory arm that looks into the proper practices or practices 
at all of the people that are appointed at the top of these agencies. When you hear about leaks within the newspapers and in the media, the leaks do not come from rank and file workers and agents and uh, various people, employees of these various agencies. No, these leaks come from the people at the top. These leaks come from people that are appointed by the politicians that win the political offices. That's why all of this stuff happens. So if Barack Obama is going to appoint people like James Comey, and James Comey is going to appoint people like Andrew McCabe, do we really have any sort of doubt where their allegiances lie? No, of course not. They all lie with the globalist agenda, which is being, which was being perpetrated by Barack Obama, Hillary Clinton, George Soros, so on and so forth, etc. Blah blah blah. So uh, James Comey was out there with his book, and he was saying, "I have no idea." We found out that Andrew McCabe was coordinating with various people in the media. And he was making leaks. He was saying, no, 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 here you go. No, 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 here you go. Andrew McCabe was also in charge of squashing the investigation into Hillary Clinton and the Clinton Foundation as a reward, former butt boy, to uh, Bill Clinton. Uh, what was his name? It was it was with the ball, uh, McCarville. No. Who was the other guy? The Raging Cajun. Oh, I can't, I can't remember his name now. Not James Carville, but Ter I think it was Terry McAuliffe. I think it was Terry McAuliffe. I'm not sure. Uh, don't quote me on that. But former butt boy of – yes, it was Terry McAuliffe. Look at me. I'm good. Uh, he just so happened to be in the right place at the right time. Andrew McCabe, in all of his glory, decided to say no, no, no to the Clinton investigation and squashed it. As a reward, Terry McAuliffe said – you know what? I like what your wife is doing, and I like the platform that she is currently running on in Virginia. How about this? Let us give your wife $467,500, and we're going to allow her to use that in her campaign any way that she sees fit. Well, wow, we look at that. Andrew McCabe squashes the thing, and as a thank you, you get almost half a million dollars. Gee, I wonder where the allegiances lie. James Comey is now saying, because he's distancing himself, and I think James Comey is starting to be a stool pigeon because he's still walking around free. I, he is starting to say, I had no idea. I, had, I, I didn't authorize any leaks. McCabe did this on his own. So it looks as though, and McCabe decided to lie. Get this, lie to Department of Justice and FBI agents under oath, under oath four times, four times. He lied under oath two times, but he lied altogether four times about this. And we're supposed to believe these people that they have our best interest in mind. No, 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 no. James Comey even said it's not okay to lie. The McCabe case illustrates what an organization committed to the truth looks like. I ordered the investigation. Good people lie. I think I am a good person where I have lied. I still believe Andy McCabe is a good person. 
but the inspector general found out he lied, noting that there are severe consequences when the Department of Justice thinks you've lied. So what we're seeing here is James Comey saying, uh-uh, not me. I didn't authorize this. This is all McCabe's doing. McCabe is going to be the fall guy for all of this. Watch out, McCabe. If, if you don't end up in the middle of a crosswalk, I will be surprised because these people are dangerous. Uh, making a reference to, uh, what's the guy's name? Something Roth, something Ross. I don't remember. It was the guy that was working with WikiLeaks. Uh, it, it seems as though these people are mean business when it comes to uh, Hillary Clinton and getting her elected. Finally, finally, we have Samantha B. Samantha B. went out and said, Ivanka Trump has to go talk to her father and stop essentially acting like a feckless cunt. Oh boy. And the, the picture that she was referencing was a picture of Ivanka Trump in a, uh, with her child. And there, they, it's this very touching moment, and they we're all happy and everything else. And she says, you know, Ivanka, that's a beautiful photo of you and your child. But let me just say one mother to another. Do something about your dad's immigration practices, you feckless cunt. Oh, boy. He listens to you. Put on something tight and low cut and tell your father to fucking stop. And this moron, this moron is in line for an award promoting women's issues and social justice. This, look, I am all for free speech. Why? Because I do radio, I do podcasting, and I truly believe I should be able to say whatever I want about anything I want. And that includes everything. If I, you know, if I'm with people and we... It doesn't matter what kind of jokes you tell. It doesn't matter what kind of things you talk about. It all is allowed to be spoken about. Why? Why? Why is there such a big deal? One, a big deal about this, right? Because she said it. She could say whatever she wants. But two, now this is where I have a problem. Why is there a double standard between people that are opposed to Donald Trump and people that are uh, for Donald Trump? There should not be a double standard. If Fatso Roseanne, the you know, by the way, I think Roseanne would have made a good uh, leading role in the film Babe. It's all about a talking pig who thinks she's who th thinks he's funny. So I mean, I, it's a perfect fit. So if Roseanne wants to equate African Americans to apes then fine, go and do it, have a great time. But you can't be – it can be offensive, but that's what comedy is all about. If this person is calling Yvonne – and she got fired. Not only did Roseanne get uh, fired from her show, but all of her reruns are taken off of the air. So nobody is playing anything involving Roseanne. But it, it, say, that's fine. Go do it. You're part of a network, and if the network doesn't want you there, then that's that's your own that's their own prerogative. You got to sign on the dotted line. You got to play by their rules. And there was outrage about it. But if Samantha B is going to say things like that, 
then why isn't anyone outraged about that? It's not that it's a popular opinion. It's just popular among very, very wealthy people that happen to be aligned with Democrats. And a lot of those people are involved in the media and the law. That's the biggest problem here. It's not a fair playing field. It's not level. The whole thing is that the people that are in control of the media are against Trump. So they allow things like this. They allow things like a Californian Republican candidate to be associated with Nazism. Hello, Google. I'm looking at you. They allow those things. It's all a very, very subtle mind manipulation game that the media plays, along with these search engines, along with uh, Facebook and everything else. And by the way, I found this out too. Fox News. Fox News is beating the pan. I don't watch Fox News. I think it's stupid. I hate Hannity. I don't like anybody else on there either. But uh, maybe maybe uh, Fat Lou Dobbs. Maybe I don't mind him. But uh, everybody else I can't stand. So Fox News is beating everybody by, by millions of viewers in almost all of their programs. And their lowest-rated programs are almost uh, – actually, they're a little bit more by 100,000 people or so. Uh, they're, they're beating Rachel Maddow. And Rachel Maddow is this, this golden child of MSNBC. So what we're seeing here is a, a, a realignment. And you're seeing a very, very well-funded minority within the liberal media or the liberal side of the media who is desperately trying to maintain their foothold within the influential minds of Americans. But it's not working. More and more people are becoming aware that there is a conspiracy here. And more and more people, for better or worse, are turning to Fox News because they don't believe that ABC and the other mainstreams are very trustworthy. The problem is, is that you shouldn't trust Fox either. But in this instant, instance, uh, lately, Fox appears to be the only clear voice when it comes to combating these allegations of Russian interference and how they hacked the election. Good, good luck, right? Good luck proving that. Good luck defining what hacking the election actually means because I have yet to find one person that can tell me what actions were taken to quote-unquote hack the elections. Bullshit. Bullshit. Doesn't matter. Does not matter. So, so this person should be under the same scrutiny and be just just taken away. Go away. She's not even that attractive either, right? You, you just want to put an oat bag on this fat ass. Just go. And, and now State Farm is pulling ads from her. Auto Trader are pulling ads from her because this is starting to shift. This whole mindset of you can say anything against conservatives and anything against – and I'm not a conservative. Stop it. Anything against uh, people that don't align themselves with Democrats. This is all starting to shift because these companies and these networks are starting to realize that people that lean toward the right and the Republican side of things, they are becoming more active. They are allowing themselves to start having uh, – they're allowing themselves to speak up. And they're also allowing themselves to vote more. And that is going to be a very, very large problem. So I, I went way over what I thought I was going to do. This is it for the Cafe Americaine podcast. I am Chris Michaels. I will see you next time. And there's going to be a lot of great things going on. Mainly, I am going to start a blog where I actually start to write fantastic because I'm a better writer than speaker. And also I am going to start 
a YouTube channel where you get to see my glorious chubby cheeks. That's it for me. For the Cafe American podcast, I am your host, Chris Michaels. <laughs>